0: Welcome to this edition of Catch Up with ChiroTouch. I'm your host, Dr. Ronnie Sims. I am so glad you tuned in today. You are in for a real treat. The subject matter is great, but the guest is even better, so I'm super excited about this one. I've been jazzed all day. And so let's just get started. These podcast series represent ChiroTouch's ongoing commitment to the chiropractic profession, and most importantly, to the chiropractor. The goal with these episodes is to help support you, to inspire you, to educate you, to reach your full potential. Right now, the world needs chiropractors to be at their best more than ever. And so today, we're excited to carry on our conversation around this topic of chiropractic success and what that looks like. In the last two episodes, we talked a little bit about how doctors can go about finding their true identity in chiropractic. And the second episode, we kind of went a step further and said, okay, now that you've kind of discovered who you are, what are some appropriate steps you can take within our beautiful profession? There's so many different ways we can go. And today, we're gonna talk about how to achieve lasting, sustainable chiropractic success. And we could not have a better guest on than Dr. Ron Oberstein. Dr. Ron is the president of Life West University, But he did that in the the wake of having an an incredible chiropractic career, a vibrant family wellness practice that continues to live on in San Diego. He and his wonderful wife and his three daughters and his two brothers are all practicing chiropractors. And this guy lives, breathes, and just exudes everything chiropractic. So, Dr. Ron, I'm so glad you're on with me today, buddy. Well, I'm I'm thrilled to be here, Dr. Ron. So we're just going to dive right in. I think the first thing I want to talk about is So we went through these two episodes where we talked about going through a a period of self-discovery, whether it be in the wake of school or maybe you're feeling stuck. So encouraging doctors to to look inward and to maybe do some objective discovery to learn a little bit more about themselves so that they can begin to look at chiropractic with more optimism and, and, and realize that you know they're maybe just in the wrong spot and that they need to reshuffle the deck and try something new. And so today I want to pivot this and have you kind of speak into this. And really talk about this topic of success, so having heard what I just said, um, would you add any nuggets or any pearls of wisdom to that as far as helping that guy that's stuck or even helping that young lady who just doesn't know who she is yet?
1: It's always been you know I probably through uh, eons of time that it's normal to be stuck you know I mean everyone thinks they need to constantly be just driving up 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 up, you know and Stuck is a good place to be. So most people freeze when they're stuck, you know, and they freak out. And when they freak out, they start to try to go really hard. And if you've ever been in quicksand, it just kind of makes you sink even faster. Right. And and then they get into a state of fear. But knowing that when you're stuck, it's a great opportunity to see where you're stuck, where you're at, and what do you need to do or go back to to get unstuck, so you can continue to move. So the number one, I don't want to have it be that the personification around being stuck is a negative because it's not Mm -hmm. right. And if you can see it as a positive, it makes it that much easier to move forward. So Mm -hmm. I can add that. The second thing is that when people are usually in their stuckness or feeling like they're just not happy with what they're doing or whatever it might be is it always I 99 mean, percent of the time it comes down to just losing your purpose you know losing one's purpose um their why like why are we doing what we're doing i'll give you a good example i can't tell you how many docs and including myself and including probably every viewer that's out there unless you've only been practicing for a day or two um you know when we're stuck You know, if I took you when you're in a stuck position and I took you on one of our service trips and let's just say we go to India, we go to Tonga, you know, wherever we go with, you know, Life Chiropractic College West and you go to serve and I get you to a place where all you're doing is just taking care of people and you're not thinking anymore, you're feeling your heart is open. Um, you are just seeing amazing things happen with people in front of you. People are thrilled to see you. It's really incredible how you get unstuck. You know, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, you're not feeling that heaviness and that, that, that whatever it is that, that happens to individuals at different times of their stuckness. So you, it's getting rejoined in with your purpose, reconnected to your purpose Mm -hmm. So whatever that purpose is for you, you know, Mm -hmm. my purpose and my, my practice's purpose, uh, that Mary and I, Dr. Mary, my wife and myself, you know, uh, were in for many, many, many years, 30 something plus years. Um, it was really about having people be able to experience their true innate self and work at the highest level possible that's available to them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we were about. We have people come in with back pain, Sure. I mean, I'd be honest with you. I probably wouldn't see myself if I had severe back pain. That wasn't the kind of doctor that I excelled at as my that wasn't one of my superpowers, I should say. But I certainly knew what to do and could handle myself around it. But really, you know, what we love to do is get those people to the point where, you know, they're under care for 10 years, 15 years, 20, 25, 30, 35 years um, and understand that that have them understand that within them is a far greater potential than they were ever led to believe. And, you know, that was our purpose. So it really comes down to finding what that purpose is, Doc, and 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 being able to move with that and know where to go back to to find that purpose.
0: Oh, I love how you said that, Doc. I mean, that state of stuckness is often thought of as such a negative, and I love how you spun that. Um, that's beautiful, and it's just a great opportunity for us, right, to do some personal reflection and to... And I also love what you said about purpose. I think it's so especially lately, it's 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 easier for docs to get off their purpose. And they they always talk about what they do. And I love how you frame that with the why. Perfect answer, man. I love that. I'm taking some notes. You know
1: what's interesting also is that is that it you know what we listen to, what do we fill our mind with? That's right. You know. I mean, look at these past years right now and, you know, people watching CNN and Fox and all the debates and all this and all this that that we fill our mind with, you know, and 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 I I tell you what, Doc, I, I just can't believe, you know, I'm not a big Facebook guy. But, you know, if I do go on it when I'm traveling, I'll be on a plane and I'll just scroll through and I just can't believe the amount of chiropractors I see on Facebook during working hours. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy, you know. And <laughs> it's kind of like, man, if you got this much time to be posting, liking, or whatever that whatever that stuff is? You know, like, what are you doing? And and I, it reminds me of a story about a a, a chiropractor uh, named John Botwell. John Botwell was on the board of Life College with Dr. Sid Williams. He spoke on the DE platform for many many years. His two sons uh, were in school with me, and uh, and and Dr. Botwell was all about tuning into innate, right? Like finding that power spot, right? And so anytime he got stuck, he had a place that he went to. I had a place that I went to, and I learned this from him, right? I I would go to the ocean. When I was in San Diego, there was a place on Law Street that I would just go over, and I'd sit on this cliff above where that was a park, and my feet would dangle over, and I would just see the ocean. And it made me feel so small. It made me realize my problems are just this big compared to this vast ocean that's out there. And well, what Botwell did, Dr. Botwell, he would go out and he found a stump in the forest and he would just sit on the stump. And that was his spot that he can kind of reconnect with himself, right? Like me on on the cliff, right? And just reconnect. And Mm -hmm. the guy finally one day got so smart He hired two of his patients to go, or whatever number of patients. They went and they dug up the spot. Instead of him having to walk out to go to the woods and get in the go to his tree stump, right? They brought the tree stump to him, put (laughs) it in one of his rooms in the office. So whenever he felt stuck, that's where he went. It doesn't matter where it is. Yeah. You know, the concept isn't about having some kind of magic pill. It's about what is it that gets you more connected? What is it that gets you to that space that you're, you're forgetting about all this roof brain stuff and you're literally, you know, back in your power source, right? You know, back tuned in and plugged in to, to, the, to the innate within you and being able to connect there. And that's really what it comes down to. And there's a lot of ways to get there, but everyone knows how they get there. It's that's just right. getting clearer, asking others, when do you see me be the freest? When do you see me when I'm not, you know, stuck, so to speak? And right. what am I like? And you know, let other people, listen to other people take inventory, mm-hmm. you know, and be able to share with you what that is.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I think that speaks into so many different things, um, that staying connected, right? Uh, chiropractors seem to be notorious to get so, you know, head down, butt up and they get disconnected from chiropractic, um whether it be the source of chiropractic or other chiropractors, or even a really good CA in your life that can speak truth into you. No, that's beautiful, doc. I love that. And uh, I, I'm going to, I have my place too. And I just think how you said that's perfect. Um, I thought you were going to say headphones on working on your three point shot, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably another place for you, right? It is. It is. I'm, I'm a hooper just like you, man. Um, okay. So this next question and I, I know you know this from years of coaching and being in practice, but now being at the school, I want you to speak to three specific groups right now, and I want you to think of some just little nuggets of success steps you might give these three groups. The first group is that doctor who you just mentioned. He's in a state of stuckness, and he's, he or she's just kind of stuck, and maybe like you said, they're not moving. They have deer in the headlights, and they don't know what to do, and and, um, you know, maybe it's starting their own practice or finding a different associate position. That first group, you know, the the
1: the key around that, that I see at least, you know, and that I've coached many, you know, thousands of doctors with is, is let's go into a disciplined state. Mm-hmm. You know, the minute we start to think and we get stuck in our heads and nothing is right, and do I need to change my practice? And do I need to change my associateship job? And, you know, should I fire this person that You never make a decision based on how you are when things aren't well, right? I mean, you don't do that. That's not what you do. It's kind of like someone going and trying to diagnose themselves in the mirror, looking through eyes that, that aren't working well. You know, it's like it just it just doesn't make sense. So, you know, we always instead of the pointing the finger out, it always needs to be pointed in, right? That's the first place we point. And look to yourself right but what do you do around that you know well i used to coach people what you know, my first thing would be i'd say let's get disciplined you know i'd get them on a discipline a 30-day discipline maybe it was 30 days without eating sugar maybe it was 30 days of exercising straight maybe it was 30 days of of um of uh meditating whatever okay. it was it was 30 days right And, and yeah, okay. 21 days in grains of habit right and just right. add an extra nine days in for the for the secret sauce to kind of put yourself back into this place, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always going here first, just like we teach in chiropractic, right? It's, it's it's above down inside out, not outside in. So go within, right? And then when they do a discipline, the, the disciplines we used to do with people, they, they, there's a vast majority, but it was always like this, you go 30 days straight, no problem if you miss a day, but if you miss a day, the next day is day one again, right? So, mm-hmm. so you start again, right? And what mm-hmm. happens is people get to understand doc, their educated voice inside mm. you know? let's just say we're saying i might say to you and let's play this we'll, we'll role play this okay all Right, right, right. so dr ronnie uh you know you're coming in and you got all kinds of issues going on and uh, dodge feeling stuck and you know, whatever it might be right and you're thinking about moving you're thinking about changing you're thinking about doing whatever you know everything on the outside and i'll say to you hey let me ask you a question tell me one of your vices like like what is one of the things you love like it like and I'm not talking about going to Hawaii, but I'm talking about something you like to do like on a daily level or at least three, four five times and nothing that's healthy for you. Not like exercise or things, something like that. You know, is it eating ice cream? Is it having a beer every day? You know, what is one of those vices that you that that, that is part of you?
0: Uh, binge watching mindless Netflix shows. <laughs>
1: Good, good. Just did that yesterday, actually. I was on a flight binge-watching. Watch, binge good. So binge-watching Netflix films. And you tend to do this, how many times a week do you tend to do it? We're rough, um, like, okay. Once a week. Okay. So I'm on something a little bit more than just once a week. Something that's more of a vice that you do, like on a regular level and, you know, that kind of thing. Like, tell me some of the foods that you that you love, that you tend to eat a lot of, that might you might know might not be doesn't matter if it's good for you or not, but, you know, but something that might not be so good for you.
0: Well, it's this, uh, you know, um, for me, it's it's uh, a good whiskey, you know. How often? Sipping on a whiskey two, three days a week when I'm That's not great. going right.
1: <laughs> uh, there you go. So two, three days a week. Okay, good. So uh, how about we do this? And I'll, I'll say to them, we're not drinking any whiskey at all or any alcohol because we could substitute whiskey For something else, right? Right. I can substitute gambling for you know for some other for drugs or for alcohol or for whatever, you know, it's just a it's just a vice, right? So we're not drinking any alcohol at all until you reach wherever wherever you want to, you're stuck at 150 visits. So until you get to 200, there's no alcohol going into your body at all. At all.
0: Yeah.
1: Your educated brain in a week is gonna say, well, he didn't say on weekends. (laughs) <laughs> so you go to drink on weekends, right? That kind of thing. It's like, you know, or he didn't say this or, well, I mean, if this isn't really alcohol, wine isn't considered alcohol, you know, or, or the spritzer or whatever. I don't drink alcohol, but whatever it is, you know, that's what happens, right? And it's our educated that plays games with us all the time that stops us. It says, you know, you're not as good as you think you are or money doesn't grow on trees or or you can't do this. You're not good enough. You don't deserve this. All these programs that were sent to us by the best teachers in the world, you know, our parents, our teachers are from early school years, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, those are all just, that's just all caca, right? But our educated is taken that in. Well, the minute you say, I'm going to stop, right, and then you're educated, we got to get to know this educated mind because this is what screws us up all the time, right? It's what that's. So get to know it. Next thing you know, you know, you're not drinking alcohol for whatever period of time. And That educated, you're not listening to it. I said, go drink it. go, okay, but I'm not going to. And then, oh, just never give into it, right? And the next thing you know, it's going to say, fine, you want to see 200 visits a week? We'll see 200 visits a week and you'll go to 200, right? And at 200, you get what? Your whiskey, right? (laughs) As you drink your whiskey, what's your educated saying? Told you so. See, all we're doing is taming the beast. Hmm. It's really all we're doing. And that beast inside, we all have this beast, that beast inside of us, just, you know, it wants to roar when it wants to roar. But when you go to the circus and you see that lion tamer Mm -hmm. like this, right? He knows exactly what those lions are going to do. And they're roaring, but he knows exactly because he tamed them, right? He understands them. Yeah. It's the same thing with this. So for those people who are at that spot, you know, tame your beast. You do that by finding a discipline or taking away something out of your life. That's a vice that you love to do. You tend to do a lot of and don't ask yourself, ask your partner or your best friend or whoever. And they go, oh, man, you know how much ice cream you eat? You have not eat that much. Every night you're eating ice cream. Good. Take it away. You know, Ben and Jerry, want, whatever it is. And when we do that, we all of a sudden go back and we find our true power. Which is on the inside and then when you're in that power spot then make your decisions never make your decisions from a reaction you know you know reactively make it proactively that's I right yeah. I would tell them
0: oh no, that's great advice I, I i love that so the second group is this associate who is in a practice but they have this spirit within them they can feel it gurgling and they just really feel that call to open their own practice and really kind of go out on their own. Yeah. Give us some practical advice and steps you might give somebody in that spot. Okay, so the, the
1: very first thing I would tell that 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 young doctor or older doctor, it doesn't matter, is ethics. Yes. So you know, a lot of times what that doctor will do, and that I've witnessed, and I, and I won't say it's you who who who's listening right now, but they will feel they can't tell their doctor that they're working with, you know, that they have to do. So they go and do everything kind of behind the counter, you know, mm-hmm. behind the back. Right. And they're looking to set up or doing this or talking to everybody else. And the truth is, is that the minute you're, you're just, you know, you're out of ethics around that, you know, or you're, you're holding the, you're holding this, this story and this lie. And oh, I can't tell them no, no, no. Talk to whoever you're working for. And share with them because you're going to leave either way. And they know that now, if your concern is they're going to fire me right away, you might not be in the right place. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, and that, that could be what's driving you down also holding you back. Right. That's but right. that's, that's just the story in your head. I mean, live from your truth and your truth is being able to say, Hey, I'm really thinking of, of moving on, but I don't want to move on in any kind of way that can hamper this business. Mm -hmm. So I want to move on so that this business is doing better than it is right now. That's Mm -hmm. what I want to do. And I want to contribute to that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. this is what I want. And then you work it out, right. And say, listen, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to train a person. I'm going to make sure that they're right. I'm going to do all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And, you know, so now when you leave, and I've always taught my, my children this, you know, Mary and I always taught our kids this, and we always told, you know, people that we coached was that the way you leave a job is how you go into the next job. So if you leave a job, you know, in a real crappy way, that same crappy energy is going to take you into the next space, whether it's your own business or not. And guess what? You don't want to start a business with that kind of energy that energetic, you know, negativity and and deceitful and all that stuff. You know, you want to start a clean, you want to start a powerful and 10 to 1 if you're working for the right person, they're going to say, "What can I do to help you?" I wanna help you. So yeah, let me help you, you know. And now you've got someone on your side, and now you've got allies, and you've done that. You know, every year for about I don't know, 25 years, maybe it could be give or take some years. We always brought on associate doctors for one year, just one year. And then they had to go and start a practice, hmm. right? So we knew they they and they had to replace themselves. They knew they only had a year, so they would learn a tremendous amount of but it was so beautiful because we helped them. We were always there for them. To this day, some of our best friends are those doctors, right? Wow. And it's just what it is. So so that's number one. You know, make sure if you're going to leave, you're going to do it ethically and you're going to feel good about it, right? Mm-hmm. And step into that, to who you are, that power spot. Number two is find your superpower. Yeah. You know, you got a superpower. You might have a few superpowers. That's what you want to lean on. And then whatever isn't your superpower. um, you know, you might want to find someone else to do that. So, part of what your superpower might not be, let's just say it's not uh, um, marketing, all right, yeah. or social media, whatever. Find someone who, who who can do that for you. And everyone out there knows you can go to Fiverr. You can find people all over the world, you know, doing this stuff. Um, but focus on your superpower because that is what will get you
0: to where you want to go, right? So I hope those helped. Oh, very helpful, and I love that. And I. I... I personally know some of the docs that went through your one-year program. <laughs> I think yeah. Dr. Matt was one of those, wasn't he? Yeah. Who? Matt Hubbard, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So then Matt became an associate doctor, so he 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 came into it, and then you know he you know Matt he's just a phenomenal guy. So he 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 did he started you know he built his practice in our office, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've had a lot. The Melendez, I can go on and on. Just people. Oh yeah. Now whose children are chiropractors, you know, and. And uh, and um, yeah, it's it was a great experience.
0: How how rewarding for you and Mary to um, leave that type of legacy? That's that's really beautiful, Doc. And there's a third group. It's that doctor who is out on his own or she's out on her own, and they're getting kind of to that point where they're doing what they can do, and they feel like they want to go to the next level and scale their business and um, really grow a team. So. Speak some truth into that because I know you've done that and I know you've studied doctors who've done that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, number one is, um, you know, bring on associate doctors. I mean, you know, but set the program up. So it's a Mm -hmm. win-win a lot of associate doctor programs aren't set up to win. And, um, if you really want to have someone and have someone stay with you, then you've got to make it that, you know, that it's worth it for them to stay with you, not just financially. Financial is one thing and it needs to be worth it financially for, the, for the, the associate, but also, you know, what their hours are and what their time off is and, you know, do it like it's your kid, you know, and if you did it just like you would do for your child. You know, you are going to have a win-win situation and people are going to want to stay with you. The idea isn't just to scale up and bring associates on because you know what? You can go through associates and by the time you go through your 10th associate, you're going to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is too much work. I'd rather scale down and just keep it simple, right? And, and that's also always an option to do. But if you scale up in the right way where you're bringing the right people in, and you give them an opportunity to be able to really shine and develop and you put your heart and soul into it, you know, that person is going to stay with you. And you might even have a system where you, I know a lot of people who are doing a system where they go and they start another practice and they put that person in the practice and let them buy out the practice over the course of three or four years, whatever it might be. And then you got another one. But meanwhile, they trained, you know, they trained the person, right. And they're trained the next person coming in. And the scaling up is easy. It's really about how you manage and how you, um, how you set up the, you know, the win-win situation. I will tell you this at the college here, amazing graduates. I mean, amazing. I, I take them to India. I, we go to Tonga, other doctors are there from around the world and they watch and they say to me, is that one of your students or is that a doc? because we have wow. doctors who come from all over the world, Europe and, and Asia and Australia, and New Zealand, all over the place, right? And they just can't even tell who's a doc and who's a student, you know, who's a wow. student intern. They, they're amazing, you know, but you've got to offer them something that's going to be worth it. And just know this, you know, today's newer doctors, you know, they're not, they're looking for quality of life. They're not looking, they, they got to make money. They got student loans to pay off and, you know, but if you want to keep them, you know, they're looking for quality of life. So what's the vacation period and and, you know, how are they working? You know, you're working five days a week, you know, eight hours a day, six days a week. They're not going to stay with you long, yeah. you know, because they can go do it on their own. And, and and believe me, they're capable of doing it on their own. Right. But, you know, who needs the overhead expense when they could be doing it with you, not for you. with you. you. I think that's a big lesson that we have to learn. And, and, um, especially in chiropractic. Right. And, you know, also you, it's gotta be the right time for you to bring someone on. You gotta be able to afford to bring that person on. If you haven't scaled to that level yet, you know, uh, you might be dreaming thinking, Oh, I'll have all these other people do it for me. It doesn't work like that. And I've never actually, I have never seen it be regenerative like that. I don't I'm, Dr. Ronnie, I'm getting away from the word sustainable. Sustainable yeah. to me is just sustaining, staying at the same level. Right. Regenerative is like, you know, we're we're growing, you know, we're moving up. Okay. Um so that's a key, right? The other thing is is when you pick your associate doctor, if that's the route you're going to go, if you pick your associate doctor, you don't want to necessarily pick the top person in the class, the number one person, unless they really want to work for you. You know, because those people are going to move off and go on their own. You know, they, right. those are the, the first-round draft choices. There's nothing right. wrong with being a second-round draft choice. Uh, Tom Brady was a sixth-round draft <laughs> choice. That's right. The best quarterback to probably ever play the game, right? So nothing about it, but it's like, you know, having people that you can work with and you can build up with and, and, and make that happen. So don't always just look for the cream of the crop because they might stick with you for a year. Not anything from you, but because – they're ready to go do their own thing, you know, that, that that's who they are, right? So, and they're not bad to have around, but, you know, if you want someone to be with you long-term, treat them like your child and, uh, you know, take care of them like your child. And I promise you, you know, if they don't have this grand ambition to go out and do their own thing, we'll be fine.
0: There's so many little pearls in there. We could do a whole episode on that, but what you said to me is so profound, and the thing that really is already sticking with me is treat them like your child. I mean, that, that is a beautiful picture of how chiropractic should be and how these relationships should be set up with the right expectations, the right agreements in place. So to win-win, I love that. By the way, keep doing what you're doing at Life West because I'm getting ready to onboard my third associate from Life West. You're right. These are amazing young doctors. Amazing.
1: They're phenomenal Uh and you're sending, I know you you send a lot of people here, but it's the same kind of deal. You know, it's like, you know, you keep sending them and they're going to keep coming back and, uh, and it
0: really is. It's, it's incredible.
1: You know, it's
0: beautiful. I got another one coming your way. This kid's going to be great. Um, okay. So I'm taking notes here, man. This is great. Okay. So, you know, I know it breaks your heart and it breaks my heart when we see chiropractors, um, leave the profession, you know, um, when we see chiropractors sell their dream practice for a discount. And I just I want you to encourage our, our, our listeners with some optimism about, you know, about this. How can we avoid that? And then also, not to give you too much to think about it once, but kind of paint us a picture as a leader at a school. Paint a 10 year picture for me and give me some hope about chiropractic because I chiropractic works, man. We see it work and you and I know it works. And just give me a little glimpse into what you see as a a vibrant future for us.
1: I'll never stop. You know, I'm I'm never retiring. I might retire. I will retire from this job in the presidency. You know, at some point I will retire from this. um, But chiropractic I can never get out of, you know, because chiropractic is a way of life for me. And it's done so much for me. And it's given me so much, given me way more than I have ever given it. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're out of exchange, you know, if you feel like you just like, you know, um, if things aren't working for you, it's usually because you're out of exchange. And if you're out of exchange, there's an old saying in a relationship, whether it's a relationship with your practice, a relationship with your spouse, a relationship with friends, a relationship with your dog or cat. Right. In a relationship. And just I'll say with myself and you. Right. I need to get more from you than what I give you and you need to get more from me than what you give me Mm -hmm. now understand that right it's how we hold it with my dog when we had Nico you know she was a 145 pound bull mastiff you know I got so much more from her than I could ever give to her wow yeah and hopefully she got more from me than what she thought she was giving me that's a win-win relationship we just keep going up the minute it's like oh, i'm giving you way too much more than i'm getting back mm-hmm. i'm gonna step out of that relationship i'm gonna feel like it's just a draining on me right mm-hmm. so when you feel that drainness, whatever it is you know whatever word or we'll go back to the first where we started uh the stuckness you know It's just that, you know, you're out of exchange. You could be out of exchange with the universe. You can be out of exchange with life. You can be out of exchange with all of your friends, whatever it is, you know, with your patients, you can be out of exchange, right? So you've got to see this. It's not about what you give me, it's how I perceive what I'm getting, right? And that's how I have to hold it. And I've got to see those nuggets and see the value that's there. Mm -hmm. That's why when you give a three day old child baby to anybody, who loves shit? they're going to go, oh my God, they're just going to melt. Watch my wife and my daughters, man. You hand them a, There's a baby. They're going to go right at it, right? And it's like, oh, and they get so much more from holding that child. Well, can we do that with chiropractic? Can we do that with what you do and all and everything in your life, right? And if it's not there, then get rid of it, you know, because it's just not going to be supporting you in what you're doing. So on that level, we're talking about, you know, the people who are kind of feeling stuck. When you talk, Ronnie, about the you know, person who gets a 350 and they go, it's not all there. There's a great book and it's called Mastery. It was written by a gentleman named George Leonard. And George Leonard was actually up here in the Bay Area. He was a like a Wall Street kind of guy, broker, he used to drive into San Francisco from Sausalito in his beautiful car and go to work every day and just pound out, make a ton of money. But he wasn't fulfilled. One day he's driving to San Francisco and he just says, I'm not going to the office today. He let his car drive him wherever he wherever it wanted he just just let the car go you know and it just kind of not hands free you know tesla kind of thing but you know he kind of just drove around until it just finally stopped and he looked up and there was an aikido studio and he went upstairs he just he listened to his inner voice just let it kind of guide him went upstairs and met an aikido master He started taking aikido classes right quit his job you know, ended up, you know, becoming a black belt in Aikido and got over to the Esalen Institute. This was back in the early days over on Big Sur and, you know, where the inner game of tennis and all stuff. And, And he was just, you know, taking courses and teaching things. And he wrote a book called Mastery. And bottom line is this in Mastery, pick it up. It's a very easy book to read. You read it in about 30 minutes, but it talks about how we're constantly taught to chase the rabbit. And I'll give you an example. Go to high school, And get great grades so you can go to a good, Ronnie Andrew,
0: college, college. right?
1: And go to college and study hard so when you get out, you can get a good job. And then when you got a good job, get into a relationship so you can then get what? A good wife. <laughs> a good wife or a good husband, right? Or right. a good spouse, we'll say. And right. then and then, if you work really hard and make enough money, you'll be able to go buy your big, beautiful boat, house, boat. house. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to – and it was always like, what's next and what's next? And I'm chasing that rabbit, and I never get to that satisfaction. Yeah. And what George Leonard teaches – when you read the book and don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to give you the punchline, but you got to read it anyways. It's amazing that when you're on the plateau, that's where life is lived. It's not about boop, jumping up to that next level, you know, because everyone wants that next level, wants that job, wants that car, wants that house, wants that washing machine and dryer. It's not that it's living here. And guess what? Poop, You get rewarded and then you live again on the plateau you get rewarded. Live on the plateau. Life is on the plateau. Yeah. Don't get suckered into thinking it's on the beeps going up. Because even when you go up, you're always going to go down a little bit and plateau, right? And then go up. Sometimes you take a bunch of jumps up, but then you plateau. And then they go, oh, I'm not fulfilled. Of course you're not fulfilled. Why are you going to be fulfilled from you know, a car or from a house or from a you know whatever it is? That's not what's fulfilling. What's fulfilling is on the plateau, right? And that's where life is lived. So you can get that and be able to see that and be present, you know, and take anything that happens to you, right, and be able to to utilize that. I'm so in in admiration of my daughters, Mm -hmm. you know, because no matter what life throws at them, you know, good, bad, and different, it doesn't matter, you know, they somehow, and believe me, they did not get this from me, I promise you, but, you know, probably more from their mom, but I believe they've kind of developed in who they are. They just make it be about their life, right? Mm. And that plateau of this is where it's lived to be present, right? In the presentness, right? And mm. it's just incredible. So so that's what I would say, you know, it's not about, you know, chasing the rabbit and you hear these people, because they are, if you're not happy at 100, you won't be happy at 150, if you're not happy at 150, you won't be happy at 2 250, 3 350. You're just chasing happiness in numbers. It ain't in the numbers. It's not in the dollars. You know, Ronnie, you and I have had all the cars we wanted and all the, you know, the fancy stuff and all that. It's not that. It really isn't that. You know, it's it has nothing to do with it's fun. Yeah. You know, money, oh, it's fun. Yeah, I have a good affair, I have a good relationship with money, right? You know, I developed a relationship because you know what I was taught when I was younger? I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. Hmm. You know, I'll never have what they have. Money doesn't grow on trees. This was a program I got from, my, from my, you know, one of my parents, right? And it was her stuff. It was my mom. And it was her stuff, not mine, but I took it in. I had to do a lot of work to get rid of that. But once again, you know, it ain't the love of money. You know, that, uh, that's for sure. Because money's just a vehicle. It gives you more choices, but you can be just as happy serving.
0: No, that's beautiful, and I, I want to ask you—you um, you made me think of this—but just, just how important, in your estimation, is it for the DC out there to stay connected, whether it be with a coaching community or going to some of these more inspiring seminars like the Wave and cairo Fest and Cal Jam? I just, for me, that just fills me up. You know, I'm already filled up. I just—I think it overflows my heart, is what it does for me. But kind of encourage our listeners on that. I feel like. Guys don't make time. Guys and gals don't make time for that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they always go, "Oh, I don't need to go. And you don't need to go. And don't come to get pumped. Because if you can get pumped up and the higher up you go, the further you're going to fall back down to (laughs) where you were. And when you fall, you're going to go a little bit deeper down than where you are (laughs) right now. You know, so so that's not why you go you know, why you go is to be with people of like mind. Why you go is to pick up. And anytime I went to a program, went to a weekend seminar, or whatever, I would go and I would look for five diamonds. That's it. Five. Cause what am I going to do with a hundred diamonds? Go back to my office on Monday and change everything. You just can't do it. Five diamonds. And after I got my five, I just sat there and I just enjoyed everything coming in, you know, that kind of thing. And, 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 and I would sit there anyways and enjoy it. And a diamond would hit me and boom, I'd write down it. Sometimes I have 10 people, but I 10, 10 things on there, but I would take it down to five, right? And that's it. And just be content, right? But you go to be around people that think like you. You go to be around people that that you love to hang out with, you know? And and it's the kind of thing where, you know, we just need being connected, is being connected this day and age they're on facebook you know doing all their stuff on their phone they're on twitter they're on instagram they're listening to podcasts which are wonderful don't stop doing that stuff right but it's all it's just it's all alone
0: yeah
1: you know and that connection is who we're about you know chiropractic is really about the connection of the perfection within and if we're not connected with others who think like us and we're not connected, I mean, my gosh, come to the school and get around these students and, yeah. and if they if they don't juice you up and you don't feel different when you walk out, you know, we need to check you in someplace because it's like, you know, they've got such a magnetic energy around chiropractic, around life, you know, around everything that they're doing. And if you're really feeling disconnected, come on a service trip with us because man, I put you in a... I'll put you in a on a table and have you be serving all day. I guarantee you, by the end of the day, you're not thinking about your disc. You know, you're reconnected. I promise you. Right, that's right. So, so I think it's important, you know. And 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 uh, you know, we don't make the time because our educated that beast says, ah, you don't need that. Ah, what are you talking about? There's a game on this weekend, you know, or there's this, or there's that, you know. And I'm not yeah. saying to stay away from the games. I love the games, you know. I got a big game coming up this weekend with University of Michigan, go blue, um, but. It's it's you know it's that everyday stuff you know yeah 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 I need to start eating better but I got Thanksgiving coming up I'll wait till after Thanksgiving yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh but New Year's is coming up so I got to wait till after oh but then Valentine's Day and it's always 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 yeah. you know you're not living for now baby you know get in the present take care of yourself right do everything that you need to do. To be the best version of yourself so that you can go out and serve and be the best whether you're a ca doesn't matter whether you're a doc it doesn't matter so that you can be the best that you can possibly do to contribute to your team because every single person who walks in your door deserves your 1000 percent best and if you give it to them by the end of the day you will be feeling phenomenal not used beat up drained phenomenal because it's what we have to offer. So
0: That's beautiful. And then
1: the last thing about 10 years from now, here's what I see in 10 years from now. I see chiropractors, you know, more chiropractors out on the street. Our numbers are going up in colleges right now with the amount of people coming into the chiropractic school. I, it always swings and ebbs and flows. During recessions, we get more students that come in uh, during pandemics. I guess it's the same thing. You know, more students go in because people get to reevaluate and reassess their life and say, I'm not happy, you know, working on this nine to five job, I want to do something different. I want to be a chiropractor. I want to get led to the healing or whatever it is. Right. And what I see is this, if we as a profession learn to take care of each other learn to take care of ourselves and are able to embrace others and be able to bring them in and see our similarities and not our differences. You know, this is what we're talking about in society. Right. And really understand and, and cherish that same innate wisdom that's within that person you're looking at and that same that's within you, right? And really acknowledge that, you know, we can make this world a better place to be. And, you know, I see chiropractors growing. I see their profession growing. I see that we will be able to uh create more health in this world that will create more healing in this world allow people to understand that they're more than 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 uh than a chemical from the outside or something else from the outside that within them they have the power to heal and if we can teach them about that perfection of the connection within them um, you know we are going to empower people to live lives from the inside out whether they're chiropractors or not it doesn't matter that they will understand that the first place they need to go is within Right. What do I need to do here? And I need to see my chiropractor where well, they should be seeing you, anyways. But, you know, I'm going to go see my chiropractor and make sure that I'm connected. Right. And they start Thank coming you. in like that. It's a whole different ballgame. But that's where I see it going, Ronnie. And I, yeah. and the students these days, you know, they're, they, they my, when my kids came out of school, whole different report of findings than what me and, and, and Mary were doing, you know, mm. both effective. Right. But I we're mean, talking brain, they're talking nervous system, they're talking yeah. communication, they're talking in a much different tone and a much different fashion that people are understanding it. you know, where I used to sit there and try and drive subluxation home to them. Boom, 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 boom. I had posters behind me, subluxation kills with all, you know, those old posters and yeah. all that stuff. Oh, yeah. My kids came in and said, all right, that's got to go, that's got to go. We said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've had that since the 80s exactly dad that's why it has to go but you know we always attract those that are with us but i what i see is i just see beauty because i won't allow myself to see anything else you know and if we all see that we all see that we can take care of each other and move forward together and help each other and reach out and empower each other to go you know chiropractic will you know continue to be the phenomenal profession that it is but it will also or the phenomenal healing art that it is, but it will also step into that professional that that it could be, you know, on a much, much higher level Hmm. and be hard on ourselves We're 126 years old. That's not, you know, it's not it's not very old, you know, But, but, you know, we need to step into that next level, you know, probably out of when I was in school 40 years ago, 43 years ago, when I was in school, we were probably like, you know, Seven-year-olds, then you know, you know, we went through our teens, right? Now we're kind of moving into our our early twenties, and and we're really going to start putting our root down and saying this is the direction I want to go. And it's all perfect. So Another I wouldn't change the thing; wouldn't want to see it changed any other way. It's exactly how it's supposed to be. We accept it, we move with it, and we do the best we can.
0: Wow. I so appreciate you, and I I agree with you one hundred percent. I don't know about you, but. You must really enjoy being around that young energy. I learned so much from these young chiropractors. And I just want more docs on the call to take Dr. Ron up in the offer. Go to the school. Hang out with these students. Do the mission trip. In fact, I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes. One to maybe um, a way in which they can come to the school, but also to contact you to get on one of these mission trips. Because there's so much to learn from this next generation, man.
1: Love it. Call because we're here for you. I mean, when I came to the college, it was used the old model. You know, from not not at Life West, but the old model in the world was, you know, okay, you graduate now, you owe us, right? Kind of deal, and you don't owe anything to anybody. You know, we we are here for you. We want to be a resource for you, right? So, if you need information on something, you need X-rays read, you need whatever you something came up that you didn't know about. We have tremendous amount of resources here that we want to make available to our alumni and our friends, you know, but to keep that win-win situation, also, you know, play with us, you know, send us students, yep. join our president circle, you know, simple thing, you know, two adjustments, less than two adjustments a week, you know, uh, uh, for a month, you know, $100 a month for an individual, and all that goes to help our students, and and so as we start to symbiotically grow this, so, but like, like you said, Ron, reach out to us because we are here
0: for you. No, no, I appreciate that, and I think it's time, you know, for us to, to head back to the schools. I mean, when I meet chiropractors, I always ask them, how many students have you sent to a principal chiropractic college? And I love, I didn't know much about the President's Club, but I jumped right into that because, mm-hmm. like you said, that's nothing. $100 for a chiropractor is nothing. So I can't tell you how much we appreciate you, having you at the helm there. I know you're not going to be there forever. You know, you got to pass the baton at some point but I just feel so encouraged having you there, and I I don't even think twice about sending somebody there. I just know what kind of guy you are. I know how well you're going to take care of them, and so for those of you on the call, I want to applaud you as well because you're taking time out for personal development, and you'll never regret that, and I also want to thank ChiroTouch for their uh, spirit in this, that they want to help this beloved profession of chiropractic as much as anybody, and um, you know, not only is it a great software, but They have great leadership and they've got great people. And um, I just love that they're doing this. We're going to keep rolling these out. And Dr. Ron, I want to have you on again. And we'll let you come up with your own topic. But you crushed this one. This was great. (laughs) So anyway, I want to thank you guys. And remember, docs, just take care of yourself. Make sure you're getting adjusted on a regular basis, okay? And we need you to be at your best right now more than ever. So thanks again for joining us. And thanks again, Dr. Ron. Really appreciate
1: you, bud. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you.